This won't end well for Illinois. Here's a three. It ended well. It ended well. And welcome to Oski Talk. Ori Benatar here with Stephen Combe. We're recording inside the Richmond Journalism Studio because we're just a bunch of bunch of TV college students stuck here for a newscast. This is probably the most exotic location we've recorded a pod by a mile. Yeah, we've done pods in your apartment, my apartment, our houses. Yes. I haven't done a pod, though, hundreds in the classroom. Of miles and when we're talking classroom, I'm talking, like, one of the most expensive classrooms, the non-engineering on this campus. Easily. I mean, we're sitting, there's, like, four different cameras in front of us, a bunch of monitors, and we're sitting in, like, a, an airtight room. So this is probably going to be the best-sounding podcast we're ever going to have. And this is the sickest I've been on a podcast, too. Oh, boy. Uh, so I apologize to any of our, any of our listeners that... Um, have to hear me like sniff. <laughs> <laughs> well, a great well a great way to cure a, a little common cold, a little flu season, cheer you up. Fourth and Kirby, check out some awesome shirts from fourthandkirby.com. Some vintage inspired, high quality content made by University of Illinois alumni, including the champagne is popping tea. Make sure to go to fourthandkirby.com as we are going to begin. Obviously, with men's basketball, we are recording this just a couple of minutes after this Illini loss to the Purdue Boilermakers. Purdue winning seventy three to fifty six. Quite a drubbing, Illinois 10 and 18 before they go to Northwestern, or before they host Northwestern here on Sunday. Just taking a look at uh, the stats in this game, it's not pretty. I mean, it was a, it was a good fight. That's, for the first half, it yeah, was a good fight. Yeah, and then they stopped making threes, and this game could have been a lot worse because Trenton starts uh, not 100%, unless there's been, unless Underwood said something in this post game, there was obviously speculation that there could have been. Uh, obviously suspensions, um, and, but Trent played. Uh, so we don't know what the case with that was, but they, they fought. But they still have a long way to go because Purdue's a very good team. Right. And, it, it, I mean, I think Illinois basically, they were in the game throughout the first half. I think for the first seven, eight minutes of the second half, mm-hmm. they were staying close in yeah. there. No one over nine points for e- for Illinois. Matt Harms and Carson Edwards, as expected, Torched Illinois scoring-wise. They combined for 44 points and 12 rebounds, so that's pretty good. But it's just kind of interesting seeing what's happening in the Big Ten. It's just cannibalizing itself. It's crazy. I mean, you got Illinois, who was the hottest team in the conference in the beginning of February. Now we're towards the end of February, beginning of March, about two and a half weeks before the Big Ten tournament, uh, which is in Chicago this year. It's in two weeks now. Two two weeks weeks from today. Right. Now you've got Penn State building up a repertoire. I mean, they beat Michigan, they beat Illinois, now they just beat And Rutgers what, Illinois are tied now for ninth in the Big Ten standings. Illinois has the advantage for the head-to-head win. I mean, it's wide open. It's just so wide open. And it's not like – and even if Illinois yeah, – even loses, the tops, like not – I right, wouldn't totally. say – like I don't trust Michigan State to just suddenly no. carry it. And, and I don't trust Purdue to just run away with the Big Ten tournament. And I can't trust Iowa now because no. they lost by 20 on the road. It's really who's best on the day. It's not like any team is going to go into the Big Ten tournament and we're going to automatically think they're going to win the Big Ten tournament. Or it's no. like, oh, Illinois is going to get knocked out in the first game. No. 
Anyone can win this tournament. Yeah, right now, Illinois play Minnesota. It's like, well, they like beat Minnesota by 30. They yeah. also got crushed by like Minnesota. But, I mean, the real question for the Big Ten tournament is going to be, what's the orange and blue show out going to be like fan-wise for the Big Ten tournament? I, that's, that's a, I, I feel like it depends what happens in the next three games now. Right. And let's remember, next three games, Illinois could win all three. Like, at, at this point, so I'm disappointed, obviously, the three-game losing streak. And I would have, if you're an Illini fan, you would have liked to see them win at least one. because At least beat Penn State. At least beat someone. <laughs> and uh, I think we've seen since Rutgers, we've seen a decline in Georgie. I don't know what that is. Obviously, he had to go against seven foot three Matt Harms tonight, and that was, that was a struggle bus for him. But uh, we've seen a worse Georgie that those are just freshman slumps, I think. Uh, Iowa's been on and off. Uh, tonight only nine points on four or nine shootings, so he's not been the killer that he's trying to be. Uh, Andres Feliz has had his moments, but obviously tonight at one point in the game he was minus 19 plus minus. Like that's that's disgusting. Um, and then just the role players be around them, like none of them have really stepped up, so they've started to lose. Uh, and they've just they're not the same team that they were two weeks ago when when they when they kept winning. Yeah, it's just a cool off I think with the bench because when Illinois had that big winning streak, you had bench guys, you know start to produce. You know, Kipper Nichols started to feel it again. and Tevian had his big game. Tevian had his big game against Maryland. But now, you know, the bench is – Trent Frazier off the bench is your biggest contributor. And to be fair, though – 3 of 13. Right. I, I'm, no, not like, fine. I'm not like hyped but up he, about But about eight points. He's the highest scoring person off the bench. But to be fair, I would say Alan Griffin is probably the bench best bench player over the oh, past he has been, yeah. two and a half, three yeah. weeks for, for sure. I mean, he had seven points, four A few rebounds. defensive lapses overall. But he's yeah. been like a – like he's someone that's – that's your that could be your sixth seventh man. That's your like that's your shooting guard right. off the bench. And if the there's some, if there's something Illinois absolutely needs to do before they get to the Big Ten tournament, so they do it during the Big Ten tournament. They need to get guys to the line. I mean, only three Illinois players shot free throws tonight: Jordan, Feliz, and Griffin. They made them at least. Yeah, there's only one <laughs> miss, which is good. I mean, they're they're making their free throws, but still. Georgie needs to How could to get, Io not get to the line? Io needs all? to get to the line. Like, I'm sorry. Georgie like, needs I to get love to the Io line. and I want Io to go to the NBA and I'm like cheering him on. Like right. I understand we want him to stay selfish. He has selfishly, to take at least a free come throw. Come on, come on. He's not gonna you can't say he's a top twenty pick if he can't take a free throw against all these big guys that should struggle guarding him on Purdue. Right, and just drive the lane, feel comfortable. But I mean it seems like in the scenario where games are close, he's taking that clutch three. Yeah. That's his and shot. And this game wasn't close. The Illinois yeah. was down by ten a majority of the second half. They fought their way back for a few times. They but. Gotta force more fouls. They just I know, but to. then also like and obviously we didn't get to watch the entire game, but on Twitter it was like another Illinois foul. Illinois had three fouls the first two minutes of the game. Uh it was just overall look twenty three fouls, Purdue, fifteen. That's a huge difference. Huge difference. You're not going to win games when you have eight more fouls than another team. Right, but look at the free throw difference. Illinois took nine free throws. Took Purdue 20, took 20. And they had only still only four different guys got to the line for them, but 20 free throws. Right. And they made them. They made 14. <sighs> Just, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big difference in class. To be, and you didn't, like, and uh, did Illinois play its entire – did, did Samba get in today? Did Adonis? I don't I guess Adonis didn't get in. No. Samba didn't really get in. Samba played like a minute. So right? only it was a nine-man rotation tonight for Illinois, which is fine. Yeah, but like if none of those nine guys are doing anything at all, then you're not going to win a game. It's true, but because what? Illinois survived in the first half by a great defensive effort, because Purdue can put put points on the board, 
They have Carson Edwards, who had his best game of his career last year in Champaign. Oh, he destroyed. Scored 40-something points. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, you know that they could score. And Illinois holds them to 32 points in the first half. They did it. They gave themselves a chance, and then nobody stepped up. Yeah. And that's where maybe, uh, I don't know what Kofi Cockburn would do next year in this situation. But it helps, like, the, against Matt Harms. Like, Georgie, Georgie's great, but he couldn't go up against Matt Harms. Yeah, I mean, that that's where Georgie's experience kind of came in, and he had five fouls. And that's fouls where Georgie's tonight. not a true five. He's a four, obviously. You don't yes. want Georgie to be your center. That was a concern answering this that's year. That's where Kofi's going to help. Yeah, it hasn't hurt Illinois that much this year. But then the day, you put Georgie next to Kofi Cockburn, and suddenly you have a seven-footer yeah. that can compete against the Big Ten Right, centers. and he can play, and Georgie can just stick playing the four. Yeah, and, and just you, Georgie, stay there. You, give, you create more shots for Georgie. You create more space in the lane. Because you've got Kobe Cockburn clogging it up already. So, like, there's more. Yeah, you had a jump shot for Georgie. That's where it's like that becomes important. But right. if he's only taking four shots, making one, and only having two points and three rebounds, like, that's not going to be good enough yeah. against Matt Herms. And this is Illinois. This is easily Illinois' worst performance in the, in the past month against a, t- a ranked team. Oh, yeah. No, they, no they were because they were, they were beaten ranked even teams. Even Wisconsin. They gave Wisconsin a run for right. their money and were a few plays away. Yeah. If we want to read a tweet from the Champagne Room account. Basketball is just a distraction from the relentlessness of entropy. We are all just corpses who haven't yet begun to decay. Go Illini. What? Is, that is depressing. That was, that was Steve Braun, I think. Oh, my goodness. Or it was goodness. Brandon Burkett. I, I forgot who. They suggested. I, they, they were ready with that tweet. I haven't said the word entropy since <laughs> AP Chemistry in 11th grade, which was what? Five years five, ago. Five, six years ago now. Oh, goodness. That's sad. No, it's dark. Um. Big thing is no. Now Northwestern comes to town. Northwestern, worst team in the Big Ten. Literally. Uh, only three Big Ten wins. The one of those wins is a sham because Illinois didn't make a three-pointer the whole game. And they blew it late with yeah, plus Illinois shot clock violations so and, they, they, and a horribly run play with 11 seconds. Yeah, no, it was mostly a shot clock violation. Get a shot up, get any points you win. Um, so I'm hoping the Screecher shows up. Oh. Uh, I'm hoping uh, Emily uh, – Emily, what's, what's her name? Is, is, isn't Emily she, Harriet, isn't she, not, isn't she not allowed to do that anymore? At Northwestern game, she wasn't banned from the State Farm Center. Oh. I think she's coming. That's my understanding is that she will be at State Farm Center uh, to get payback and revenge against the team and the fan base that shut her down. Ooh, I'm going to get some uh, some some B-roll and see if she's No, nice. I know you're going to be shooting. Yeah, I'll uh, be shooting the game. We've so. been called the, the Fighting Illini Nealists. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, the Fighting Illini Nealists. Oh, God. Yeah, we're looking at live Twitter feeds. First time we've done that before. We're just all teched up for this podcast. We should just do it at Richmond uh, every week. So let's yeah, just yeah. park ourselves here every Wednesday. No, so, uh, but you'll get Northwestern. Northwestern is a must-win for Illinois because yes. um, like at, near the end of the season, uh, you're on a three-game losing streak. You don't want to somehow go into the Big Ten tourney on a six-game losing streak and then maybe lose the first, and suddenly the season ends, and you did finish 10-22. and 22. And that's, like, that's not great. It's better than the 4-28 and 28 that we thought it was going to be. But, like, the expectations are higher now. You're building for next year. you got to win. Hopefully, at least the two home games. I know Indiana's, Indiana's an improved team now. But win your last two home, go on the road, get revenge against Penn State. Hopefully. It all depends on where Penn State is at that point No, in time. I know. Penn State could be a ranked team Penn, by Penn, that point. No, they're not going to be ranked. <laughs> but Penn State's the hottest team in the Big Ten. I mean, they're now 12-6. and six. They said that about Illinois. The Coming Penn State off a, came in and won. They killed Maryland. They were up by 30 at one point. Killed them. I mean, they annihilated Not a them. funny game. Not a funny game at all. I mean, they've won four of their last five, and their last three games are at Wisconsin, at Rutgers, and against Illinois. They could legitimately win two of their last three. And, and then finish. They would be have. like. 14 and 17 to end the season. 
which is not a bad year for uh, for, for how it was going to look, you know? Penn State like Pat basketball. Chambers may have saved his job in that case. Potentially. Uh, I'm not going to argue for the angry coaches of the Big Ten, Pat Chambers, Fran McCaffrey, but you have any thoughts on Fran McCaffrey's suspension? Interesting. It's, uh, I don't have too much about it. Not too many thoughts, honestly. Like, uh, I don't know. You, you know what happened, though, right? A little bit. So, like, after the game at Ohio State, he got a technical during the game. His son got a technical, too. Right. And, uh, like, in the hallway, he's, like, caught, like, yelling, like, at the officials. Um, you could check out the tweets. I'm not going to say the language. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> I another pod would. But I'm not going to. And uh, he was suspended for two games. So he's missing their senior day and stuff. Um, and, I like, I bet, like, you'll look at other coaches. They just haven't been caught saying those things before. Right. But uh, behind closed I'm sure doors. that happens a lot, but at the same time, that's that's going too far, and it's not it's not okay. But was it was it threatening language? I mean, I it was like you're I've been, a disgraceful I've been a, mother. Blah, 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 blah. That's how you're gonna bleep. Yeah, oh. I, I said the mother parts. You know what? No, I, I know out, what's you know. coming up. It would be no, uh, no, no, let's yeah. let's see a few Underwood quotes. Yeah. What do we got? Um. Uh, great, great effort, effort by, by Tev. Tev. Great effort by Allen. The nice Adonis and simple. Adonis had a knee injury. Okay. So we're learning a lot right now. I thought Trent was pressing a bit. Dre was playing well. I thought it was about getting settled I can't on the call road. him Dre. I'm sorry. It's, he's Andre's Felice to me. Yeah, Dre. It's a full name. Yeah. Uh, Georgie was never part of this game, really. That was partly attributed to them and us not finding him. Well, you know, like at the end of the day, uh, that's like because they have a seven foot three guy and Georgie's 6'10", 6'11". And he can't compete against them. And he's saying you can't go on the road and shoot 33s. Which is a very fair point. Yeah, Illinois shot 30, 29 threes and made eight of them. And then uh, on that on that fact, like on the height deficiencies, Underwood said, recruit harder. So, you know, that's what you're doing. You're bringing Kobe, Cock- Kobe Cockburn. Get him to sign. He hasn't signed yet. That day's coming in a month. You got to get him to sign. You bring him on campus. You let him to. work. And then you're in good shape. Like, I, it's not awful because – this team has potential. They haven't really been blown out of the water the past few games. This, just, this is the first. But let's face it, the blowout only came late. Yeah, no, it was a 10-point game. Purdue yeah. just made it 17 then. So you look at what's been going on. You came close against Wisconsin. You laid an egg against Penn State. You couldn't compete with the size of Purdue. You took too many threes. Like, they're not an awful team. No. It's so, just, you know, they got to get back into the group. I'm not things. trying to homer them. It's just, like, it, we couldn't have more. Like, they have they've 10 wins. Like, right. they've exceeded all of our expectations. Yeah, and let's face <laughs> it, the Big Ten is just literally yeah, it's wrapping itself around It's trying to get as other. few bids as possible again. And it probably will. I mean, we're, we're going to be – we're on a, quite a streak of, especially in Big Ten basketball, the last Big Ten team to win the national championship – while, while they were in the Big Ten was Michigan State. I mean, Maryland won a national title in 2002. Yeah, that doesn't but count. But that doesn't count because yeah. they were in the ACC when they had Juan Dixon. But, God, it, <laughs> wow. yeah, it might be 20 <laughs> years since the Big Ten has won a national championship. No, it's about, yeah. And so, like, and that's because the conference is like, well, it's a good conference to watch basketball. Right. But if you like really bad basketball, but then the day, none of these teams can compete with Duke. That, and the thing that's interesting also is the Big Ten is maybe – the only Power Five conference where I can't think of a single school that is very, you know, one and done. Let's recruit some of the top freshmen. Oh in no, the these guys, these are see, like tip. Like Michigan State's done it the past few years. Then even like Miles Bridges stayed two years. Right. Like Ohio State's not just producing one and done guys. Yeah, but like every, Michigan's every not. other conference, Michigan can, builds up its team. Right. Every other conference, you can pinpoint out a team or two. Yeah. That is about one. I mean, Kentucky even and like, Duke. Even obviously. like Washington in the Pac-12. I yeah. Feel. 
Washington, you know, they had Markel Fultz. Yeah. Um, uh, Oregon's produced a few. They got Bull Bull coming this right. year. Like Anthony Edwards is going to Georgia and the SEC, who's not a very that's not a great basketball program. You know, Memphis is starting to get no, some. No, the big dunners. like power basketball conferences, like the Big Ten's not doing that. So it's just like it's just cannibalizing itself every year because you got a bunch of good teams, but none of them are just over the hedge because uh, they don't have these like superstar players and. Uh, Maybe Illinois is going that route now. If they get Io, they get Kofi. That might be two straight one done guys. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But be fun. I don't know. I don't see a Big Ten team winning the national championship this anytime year. soon. May I think they'll? I think they break it in the twenty twenties. I just don't know when, and I don't. I know feel who. like Michigan's got to be close. Michigan is close. I think Michigan State is going to get there too because. Let's face it, Tom Izzo was riding towards the end of his career as the head coach. And there. I gotta believe in. I, I had to think Indiana was like potentially at a chance. I feel this like year. I feel like Indiana <laughs> is gonna be the next UCLA and just kind of. They are already. It's I know over. they're gonna lose. <laughs> I know they're gonna lose their program totally, just in the sense of they're just not gonna be a perennial contender like UCLA used to be every year for so long. Their fans are gonna give up. Oh. They're almost there. Almost they needed there. that win against Wisconsin yesterday. Double OT was like 75, 73. That was quite that a was game. That was a double overtime score. That was an insane game. That was nuts. <laughs> uh, Steven, Steven's dying here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Let's, let's, women's basketball. Yeah, let's speed it up a little bit. Um, <coughs> yeah, women's basketball. Oh, my, oh my goodness. goodness. We're going to keep this in That there. was the loudest thing I I know. Pod. The audio totally spiked on audition because Steven's coughing is just going insane. Holy hey. moly. Okay, right. women's basketball. Still they're, losing. They're done with home games. They got one more game. They're going on the road to Maryland. They're going to get crushed. <laughs> Maryland's really good. Uh, they're graduating their best player, Alex Whittinger. Yeah. She's still good. At least they won 10 games. Yeah, they won 10 games after three years of nine wins. And uh, they're going to be the 14th seed in the Big Ten standings in Big Ten tournament. Again. Again. Hopefully they win a Big Ten tournament. Don't think they will. So uh, that's that's that. And um, like Nancy Faye's building something. I just don't know if it's going to work. I think it can work. She just needs to find some other ballers. That's the thing. I think the issue is she's so far behind the rest of the Big Ten. Like, it's not even – it's not possible. Yeah. And let's face it, Big Ten Women's Conference has national title contenders compared yeah. to the men's. I mean, Maryland is a national title contender. But even Ohio just – I feel – except for maybe Wisconsin. Like, everyone else everyone is, else so, is so far, far above Illinois. Right. Like, there's no chance. And that's not on Faye. That's on Bolt. No, yeah, that's how this how this program was built the past 10 years before Faye. Right. Like, it was just set up for absolute disaster. And there's, like, uh, there's no way to look at this team the next year and be like, wow, that's a team that's going to, like, make Especially a run. Especially without Alex Whittinger. I mean. No, because you can't. You're going to replace your best big big player, big man, um, big woman. Can't say that. Uh, your best big post. Your your best your best five te- technical. Your best four kind of. Yeah. Um, with some freshmen, and your other like forwards like oh, they're oh, not that great. Um, like I don't know. There's just no way to be optimistic about that team, and that's kind of sad. But how oh, we really uh, turned into the uh, to the pessimism machine a little bit here on this Oski. I'm talk, doing my best. I, I'm I know. Just saying. I know. No, you're being a realist. Uh, but let's shift it to more optimistic thoughts because they'll probably get set up though. We'll have a winnable game in the first game because it's the 11-14. Yes, it always game, is so a winnable could, game. Like, yeah, but they play like Wisconsin or they play like I'd love to see it. I don't know Nebraska. So, but let's shift to more optimistic things because while basketball can be disappointing and there's losses, and now we're into a stretch of a lot of losses. All the other Illinois sports, we've said this a million times on this pod. This is episode 44. This is probably like the 50th time I've said this. All the other sports are so 
good. This past week, three Illini athletes won the Big Ten Player of the Week honor. Bella Loya won Big Ten Softball Player of the Week. She was, like, hitting tons of homers. Uh, Brian Baumgarten hit, won Big Ten Men's Golfer of the Week because we're a golf school, and we sh- could be an otter school. We'll get to that later. And uh, Asuka Kawai won the Big Ten Women's Tennis Athlete of the Week, which, by the way, Illinois' women's tennis team can win the Big Ten Championship oh, this yeah. year. They, they, are, last year. they came close. I know. They came very close. Now they're, like, legit definitely going to be a contender for, like, Evan the top. Evan Court. 62. Evan Court. Was the, he a Woodman hire? He was – we're doing our research. He was, in, he was, an, I think, an interim replacement under Mike Thomas, and Whitman kept him on full-time. What a what a choice. So that was Whitman's decision. Maybe I'll give a little credit to Mike Thomas again there. Yeah. So let's take a look at the Illini weekend schedule before we get into a little uh, Alma Otter baseball. debate. You, you got to give, give some love to baseball. Yeah, I'm looking at baseball. because they don't have any uh, – No, I'm looking at baseball right okay. now because no, we're leading into the discussion through the weekend schedule. So Friday it's a busy day. So you got softball in Tulsa. They're first playing. Seven Clark's fourth season. So fourth he, season. Uh, he right. was here. So he was a Mike Thomas guy. Yeah, Mike <laughs> Thomas guy kept on by Josh Whitman. So softball's first playing the Northern Iowa Panthers Friday. Baseball has a big ranked matchup on Friday against the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, 20th in the country, national champions in 2016. For what's Il- worth, they're three and two against Coastal Carolina the past yeah. two years, and Illinois six and zero, oh, and their offense is just going nuts. Cordy and Zach Taylor are killing the ball right now. Live, the, they have like two great catchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cordy, you like no one expected to be this good this year, and then you got Jacob Campbell, who was drafted by the Cubs last year. Yeah, and he's like he's a very good catcher. Like he was supposed to be the starter this year. I think Cordy's like saved his job. Right, but uh, and Michael Massey's like dealing with some injuries right now, according to Coach Dan Harlow. Oh. Uh, so he's like DHing right now, and like they're still putting up nine, ten runs per game against better teams than they'll play in the Big Ten. It's true. So they're, they're in good shape. They're in very good shape. Uh, their last win was an eleven to ten thriller in ten innings over FAU. Softball does have a doubleheader on Friday. Their second game will be against Tulsa. Women's ten three. Yeah, women's tennis top ten Northwestern in Evanston on Friday. Big ranked matchup in the Big Ten in women's tennis. Men's tennis is in Waco taking on the Baylor Bears. Women's gymnastics, senior night at Huff Hall. Gymnastics is the only sport that is having competition um, in Champaign during the day of unofficial because, of course, unofficial is this Friday on campus. Uh, so women's gymnastics is taking on the sixth-ranked Denver Pioneers, who are really, really good. Is that their name? The Denver Pioneers, yep. They're sixth in the country in gymnastics. I wouldn't have expected Pioneers. Yep, I wouldn't have expected either. But um, <laughs> I'll be on the call for that one if you care to watch. Uh, uh, let's go back to baseball very quick. Yeah. Second. They have four games. They could be 10-0. What will their record be on Tuesday once they're done with the Friday so, series? So Saturday they're playing Northeastern. Sunday they play UConn, and then they play Northeastern again yeah. on Monday. I think their record will be 8-2. and two. I'll go 9-1. and one. Okay. I think they lose Monday. I think they lose one to Northeastern, and they lose to Coastal Carolina. Hmm. Those are my losses. Just because, you know, it's so hard to start a baseball season 10-0. Like it's really challenging. But they're and then they play in Grand Canyon and then they come home. Like the they Lopes. get to do it then. My boy, the so, Lopes. Like, they're on their way home suddenly. Yes. And like even if they lost all seven games left, they don't they'd be six and seven, which you don't want to be six and seven. But like finish five hundred and you finish your entire month on the road, like ten and three, which is a fantastic start to the season and you'll still be ranked. Yeah. Either way, they're going to have a winning record after this road trip in South Carolina. And then they're going to go to Grand Canyon, who, let's face it, not a bad team. They're a very solid baseball team. Um, 
So, yeah, plenty of baseball this weekend, and we're getting close to games at Illinois Field. Uh, rest of the Saturday action, last chance meet and swim and dive in West Lafayette. Softball will play Seattle. Women's basketball is at Maryland to end the regular season. Softball plays again Saturday against Syracuse. Big men's gym meet. Men's gym, who's sixth in the country, is hosting second-ranked Stanford and number five Minnesota. I'm announcing that one, too. Uh, so check out some gymnastics. There's going to be some high scores. They, they scored in the three 400s. These are three of the best teams in the country. This is a huge meet for gymnastics. And then Sunday, men's golf begins a tournament uh, in Las Vegas at the Southern Highlands Collegiate. God, that's nice just to get a go to Las Vegas in the beginning of March during school. Softball plays McNeese State. Baseball against UConn and Myrtle Beach. Also a nice trip. Men's tennis is at TCU. And, of course, men's basketball will host Northwestern. And then, of course, baseball plays Monday against Northeastern. Men's golf stays in Vegas from Monday through Tuesday. And then next week is the Women's Big Ten Tournament. But yeah, we're... it's my birthday. Yay! 22, yeah. right? Yeah. Wow, you're so young. Thank you. Compared to me, at least. Almost 23. I know, I'm a geezer. I'm graduating I'm graduating on my birthday. Which my is birthday weird. is uh, Tuesday, though, so... Uh, wish Steven a happy birthday. Yeah, I but... will take... Uh, I'll take anything you got for me. Uh, All right. Any uh, Twitter, any tweets? Like, at me, Steven... Any Brewers up. tweets? Any tweet at the Champagne Room. Just say, at Champagne Room, happy birthday, because Steven... I'll probably, like, make a there. tweet about myself, to be honest. I did wow. that last year, I think. Also, last year, Mark Smith transferred on my birthday. Oh. So I did a Facebook Live on my All birthday. All right, so, there, so there's a fun question if you want to tweet at us at the champagne room or at tcr's podcast what illinois event will take place on steven's birthday this year what is going to happen in the illinois sports lexicon wow no that's not a fun universe game i don't know it's, it's gonna be a bad thing if something happened on a non-game day not eh. unless there's like a hockey team being announced there you go some good news. something is gonna happen uh but let's end this pod since uh, we got lots of work to do for school um alma otter if you've not heard about this if you're on the UIUC subreddit, you would have because b- besides the fact that the UIUC subreddit is the biggest subreddit for any university on the planet pretty much, has like 29,000 members, this meme started for an Illinois mascot. It was basically Alma Otter, obviously a play on words for Alma Mater, something that many other schools in the country have. But it was an otter, like a, an animated otter, dressed in an orange shirt. You know, it's cute. Otters got sharp teeth. They're a little predatory. <laughs> but, Stephen, you went to... This Illinois student government meeting. Yeah, so like, what's this, going on? It's getting like unanimously like shut down on my Twitter, and I like I'm I'm a journalist, so I can't really share opinions. But I agree. Uh, so there is if you like went to Illinois as a student, there's the spring elections, the student election committee or whatever the commission, and so every March you vote for like the positions, like president, trustee, the senate for your college. Uh, and then there's also some referendums on there. There's been some controversial things in the past. And uh, this year, the Illinois student government, so it started off as a meme, obviously. Uh, and then it kind of took a, took a life of its own inside Illinois student government, which I know people have their own opinions on. And then, as a result of that, they voted in their first year to actually be able to add referendums to the student ballot, uh, that they are going to have a question on this year's ballot should Alma Otter be the official mascot or official symbol of the university? And obviously, like, at the end of the day, they don't have that much leverage. Like, they could say then that that's what the students want if that was voted, which it probably will be because students are going to think it's a funny joke. 
and not met very many students yeah, actually means, vote yeah, in only, the student government elections. If you have maybe a five percent turnout, that's a lot. And if five, if a few, if half of those five percent think, wow, that's a funny thing to like think right. about, uh, they will. There um, will probably be, I think, a higher turnout because there's probably going to be some people who just vote for that question and nothing else. I, uh, I don't know. It's possible. I like not many people know about it. It's the thing. Right. So like they're gonna be able to if let's say it passes, people their student governments gonna be able to claim that's the voice of the students going forward. And then with that in mind, they can kind of claim that, okay, well, the mascot should be all modern. Uh, but there's also the competing. There's Champ, the World War II doughboy. Right. Uh, he's come about in recent days. He's being presented uh, to some kind of higher-up committee um, at the university. So there's a few options now. And obviously this all stems from like the ongoing discussion of like what to do with the chief. Um, and so, yeah, there's a few options. But I don't think anything will happen with them. But they're, they're both like – they both have their own like – Things I don't like. Right, I'm, I'm of the opinion. I don't care if Illinois had a mascot or didn't, but I'm of the opinion that a mascot is not a necessity for a school. Um, and making it an otter is well, a joke. I, well, I saw the notes that you sent me f- from the student government, mm-hmm. and the case they were basically making was that an otter was one of the uh, state animals in Illinois that which was is like we're in, in da- Champaign though right. I know you're not going to find many river otters in Champaign you can find gophers in Minnesota and you can find badgers somewhere in Wisconsin but I'd rather be the squirrels right otters were endangered in 89 relisted in 04 and I mean it has a relation to the gopher and the badger a little bit of the wolverine too yeah. so it's kind of within the same family but I don't know I, I, my opinion is if it's an otter I don't care I don't care if it's anything I just don't think that but this was meant there to be must a joke. be a mascot. I know the fact it that it would come, meant- it can't come about like, like if the university is going to adopt a mascot, which would uh, not universally be hated, but like a lot of people would have strong opinions on it. It can't start off as something that was meant to be a joke. Right. And the World War Two doughboy, it's like, well, you know, you're are are you uh, are you uh, how how would so how do veterans feel about this and stuff? Right. Like, would I mean, they be okay with seeing? Because what other what other school in the country has a guy in a military costume as their mascot? I can't personally. think Army of and Navy don't because yeah. they don't really need like a like, guy. I get that we're the up. fighting Illini and that's to honor those who f- fought in World War One. But at the end of the day, uh, it, no other school in the like the other schools have human mascots. You got a Spartan and stuff. That's very different well, why do you than need... a doughboy from World War One. I. I know. I just think why do you need a mascot? Like, you don't know. These act- aren't the options. One's a joke, and one is like, look, here's a guy in a costume, uh, a military costume. That's, That's not a mascot. Nothing is the best. Is he going to hype me up? Like, no, he fought no. in World War One. No, of course not. I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I, I personally think if this does pass in the student elections, which I think it will, by flying colors, I think a lot of people are going to. So we'll see what happens then. Yeah. But like, it might not have much of an impact. I, I don't think it's going to make too much traction but in student government doesn't pass like that but legitimate things um they don't have that much of an impact ever but this is something that's like is this how things are gonna get done going forward here like this this is a big conversation and are we really gonna take this step basing it off a joke i don't know we'll leave you with that my thing. i think that's a good way to end it so for a six stephen cohen who's about to be 22 happy birthday buddy Hopefully I'm or- I feel better. Yeah, I thought, thank you, Will. Uh, <laughs> I'm Ori Benatar. Thank you for listening to this edition of Oski Talk. Make sure to listen to previous episodes. Listen to We Know You Have Sand, Illinois. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Go to thechampagneroom.com. Check out uh, the basketball recap. Check out some other big stories that we're writing about. Uh, we're close to spring. Basketball season is close to over. we got some Big Ten tournament coverage. Getting ready to start. 
Follow the Champagne Room on Twitter. Follow TCR Podcast on Twitter. We'll see you guys next time. Bye for now.